What is up? What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Takeover Podcast, where we do this weekly. This week, we're off schedule. We normally do this Wednesday, but Rodrigo, my man, and myself have been, we've just been swamped with business. But as always, we're bringing you guys the fire content, the most freshest information from the from the coolest agents around. Speaking of cool, I wanted to introduce my 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 guest host, my co-host today, Rodrigo Marsal, better known as the dancing realtor. What's up, brother? How are you? What's up, man? How you doing? Chilling, man. I mean, obviously not as cool as you. You were just in Vegas dancing on the strip with your TikToks <laughs> and, and with your Instagrams, man. Hey, I gotta take that everywhere I go. I got, that's one of the things I do. I tell everybody what I do. I'm not just a realtor. I'm the dancing realtor. I tell you, man. You know, it's it's so important to brand yourself, right? And brand yourself well and off the rip, and making sure that uh, that you're really putting a persona out there. So, tell us a little bit about that. How did you come up with the dancing realtor? Where did that topic kind of come from? Hey, funny story, right? When I first started my real estate career, you know, I was just Rodrigo Marsal, the realtor, like everybody else. I'm just the realtor. So, but I always I grew up dancing. I'm out, my background. Uh, I, I was I always I was a b-boy. I did dance crews shows. I tried out for America's Got Talent uh, with my dance crew. So that that was one of my passions to kind of pursue the dancing career. Um, so I always dance, no matter what. I just love dancing. So when I uh, every open house, hope oh, did I lose you? No, you're good. We're here. Okay, well I'm here. <laughs> You there? Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. You're good. Rodrigo, did we lose you? Hello, Dan, 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 everybody? Yeah, yeah, you're good. We hear you. Uh Uh-oh. Rodrigo. Ew. We hear you. Send him a message. Everyone's hopping on right now. I I don't see you, Dan. I'm sorry, or I can uh, neither. I can hear you, but if you can hear me, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me remove him from the stream and bring him back, guys. Hold on one second. Maybe this will help. Does this help? Are you there? <laughs> well, we are having technical difficulties, obviously. So here's the plan, um, Rodrigo. Can you still not hear me? Try to log out and log in. Should I do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, this works. See, this is why we always say solid connections, right? Hold on a second, guys. We're going to bring him back in two seconds. Well, while we're here, I do have a special uh, extra podcast later today with Jake Kinder. He was on our Global uh, Alliance Mastermind this past month. So while we're at it, I'm going to have some of those questions that were asked last night in the Global Mastermind about how to really lead with value. We're going to have that podcast later today. Let's see if we can get Rodrigo back on the stream. You there, brother? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. happened. We could hear you. We could hear you. We could see you the whole time. Really? Good. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right, cool. So you were telling us your background comes from dancing. You were a beat boy. Tell us more about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just grew up, you know, with music and just I, 
I just love, I, the, I grew up with martial arts as well. So in martial arts, it was a lot of flips and kicking and choreography and, you know, just always involved with that. So breakdancing, which just came natural and, you know, with the flips. And so I grew up, um, you know, as you get older, the knees and the backs and everything just couldn't handle anymore, you know, and, and I'm not small and I wasn't small back then. So it's just, you know, a lot of weight on the streets too. So, you know, that's my, always been my passion, dancing and martial arts, right? That's so when I, I switched to the real estate career, I always, I still dance because that's just me. You know, I play music in my open house. I do a little dance. I do a video dancing and, uh, and I'll post in on my Facebook, Instagram and, and people just starting to like, oh, the, you're the dancing realtor. I remember you from the, the open house or whatever. And just, and I, I didn't think of anything of it. So the more I was dancing to videos, doing open house, everybody, every network event I was going to, everybody was just like, they didn't know my name. They just knew the dancing realtor or you, you're the dance guy. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> that moment I say, I'm switching it. I'm like, nobody knows Rodrigo, but they know the dancing realtor. So that's it. So I stick to it. And then from there, I just took off. I'll like, say yeah, from now on, don't even ask my first name. <laughs> it's funny. I still have you in my phone as Rodrigo, the dancing realtor. So it, it literally sticks. <laughs> and it's funny you said that because there was somebody uh, and, uh, I think it was a listing agent or or new builder. She's like, you know, it's so funny because I know too many Rodrigos, but the fact that you are the dancing realtor, Rodrigo, it was so easy for me to find your contact because I've been trying to call you, but I forgot, you know, your number or whatever. So she was able to, to find, find me easy by remembering the dancing realtor, you know? <laughs> Guys, you know, that's one thing that I think Rodrigo has really nailed down. And a lot of agents do this, right? I mean, you've got Ron, the realtor, RTR, right? He's got that that RTR army. He's got it down to a T. Rodrigo's got the dancing realtor down to a T. You see how easy it was. That that simple analogy that he just gave, the, the example of the agent not remembering his name, not knowing where to find him, and just looking up the dancing realtor and finding him, that is how your clients and other agents are going to find you on a regular basis. I can't tell you. That's so, that story sells itself. And it, and it breaks the ice too with actually clients. When I send my email, even my email was the dancing realtor Florida. They're like, oh, so you dance, even listing agents, everybody's like, so you dance? So what kind of dance? And then we just start talking. It's like, why well, dance too? And then we just have a whole conversation about dancing. <laughs> I tell you, you know, you, I think you've nailed it right on the head, to be quite honest, when it comes to branding and personality, because you people tend to try too hard and not be themselves. And I see you enjoying it. That's how you know it's real. And like I told you on the phone the other day, my wife was like, oh, is that Rodrigo? And I was like, yeah. She's like, where is he? I was like, he's a Vegas. And she's like, that is so cool. He's a really good dancer. And I was like, hey. <laughs> but it sticks and it works and it makes sense because you get it from your clients from the agents from the industry that's how it works man so tell us a little bit more about like how long you've been in the industry so so that one more time how long i've been an agent mm -hmm. yeah how long you've been an agent for so actually april of this year will be my second full year second full second year. What, full year so what in april made you so i want to get into real estate to begin with like what made you want to get your license so it was by accident actually so, because uh, I owned martial arts studios before, right? Uh, I, that's all I did. Uh, I'm a fifth degree black belt in Taekwondo. And then uh, I also done kickboxing and Krav Maga as well. So uh, that was, that's what I did. You know, I, I, I ran four of schools of my own. And um, 
So I, I grew too fast and I spread myself too thin and I took all the, the, the fun out of the martial arts by being a, a business owner because I didn't have a system that uh, it was making it enjoyable. It was just like, I just do it for the business now. It took away the joy of teaching martial arts. So one day we actually, I'm gonna try to make this short, but uh, one day I just said to my wife, I was like, look, let's just go to Europe. I wanna live there, you know, let's just go to Spain because I had a connection in Spain and Barcelona. So let's just sell all the schools. Let me start fresh and then let's go do martial arts over there. Let's open schools over there. And then she's like, all right, so, I go there first. I already had the connection. I was there for four months, and then I was, we were planning with this lady to open up schools in Madrid. Right? It was just perfect, right? It's just what I needed, a refresh. But then the whole, you know, my wife couldn't get the working visa to go there, so it just kind of, that plan shut down. And it just like, whoosh. okay, so now well, I came back to the States, and I literally laid out the map of the U.S. I was like, where do you want to go? <laughs> Because so we were living in North Carolina at the time. And like, all right, let's just, we said, let's just go back to, let's go back home. Because, you know, we're from, from Orlando. So all our families are here. So let it just go home. Let's stay close to family. So we came back. And uh, my uncle owns like 60 schools all over Florida and outside of Florida. I'm, uh, yeah, all over the U.S. So let me start working with him because, you know, he'll, he'll hire me on the spot. I'll have a job right away and then just work my way, way up. And I joined and I only lasted one week. I couldn't handle it anymore because it's, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, working for somebody else. It's just different, you know, after me being on my own for, for five years, it was just, all right, you know what? Just to keep the relationship good, let me just step out. So I stepped out and as I'm stepping out, I'm just doing whatever I could at this point. Just I'm, anything, I'm, I'm telling you from, from a bouncer to uh, Uber to, uh, what else did I valet? I mean, I, I literally I did everything, but I was happy. I said until my wife was like, you know, why don't you do real estate? And I'm just like, huh. okay, how do I get started? I'm like, she, she signed me up. So, All right, well, August, whatever, you gotta go here for a week, Monday through Saturday from what is it, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. <laughs> and boom. And then from there, I, I took the test, passed the test. Even after I passed my, I got my test, my license in October of 2019 i didn't get started until april 2020 right because actually i still you know, you know we took the advantage because that's the year we were moving to europe so we took that that year after i got my license like which is when to europe for like almost almost a month it was like three weeks and a half or whatever with the family and then i just got to enjoy it. and then i came back i was all right let's get started full-time i literally because i was trying to do a part-time full-time and everybody told me the same things that look if you want to succeed in real estate part-time is a little tough if you really want to might as well just go all in you know and i said forget it i'm going in i i love that your wife was the one like pushing it like driving it like i signed you up this is what yeah. you're gonna do you're gonna get this done because yeah look at you i mean let's be real you you put just about three million pending in january right i mean but well including a listing right so overall three million on the market or off off the market under contract, right? So let's talk about the progression of how you got to that level because obviously, you know, as a brand new agent for under two years, somebody somebody under three years or four years isn't, isn't doing three million in the first month of the year. How, where are you getting these leads from? How are these relationships building? How did you manage to pull this off um, so quickly? Well, for me, to be honest, was working for me. And as we know, everybody's different, right? Mm -hmm. For me, it's the connection. I, I'm a very good connector. I connect with people very well. 
and I build relationships no matter what. I don't take relationships for granted. Like whatever you are, whoever you are, I'm shaking your hand because I know one day we're going to work together. You know what I mean? Or you're going to have somebody that knows somebody and then so on. And that's literally it's my, my business model. It's just I have relationships that even my, my boss or manager at Valet, uh, when I was getting my license, he was one of my first deal. Like he bought a house with me. And now we're like really good friends. So we actually partners. So he has so many people he knows. So he's been sending me all these referrals. And then, and then it's funny. I'm going to keep this short. He, nobody liked this boss, this manager, my friend. And I was the only one that I just like, why is everybody hating on this guy? He's a nice guy. He has, you know, so I was actually talking to him. So I broke the eyes. And sure enough, look at him. He bought a house with me. He referred me to like, so many good connections until this day he's still connecting with like really good leads and then obviously my past clients are because i did such a great job with them and i really took my time of making sure it was an enjoyable uh, experience they're also giving me uh, uh the opportunity to help their friends and clients some of them are are selling now from because of the whole you know from two years ago now their house is over 100k in equity and they're looking to move to something smaller or bigger or they're actually moving out of state so that's my that's how i was able to to double my business from my first year to my second year and now i expected to do the same thing this year you know i think a lot of for, uh, agents and brokers in general forget that connecting piece i feel like i feel like the industry is on a tilt with all these coaches and all these gurus right on a, on a sales pitch. And it's, it's, I keep telling people, man, you gotta be a human, right? You gotta be a human first, be human more often is what I, is the phrase I've been using a lot lately. And people tend to forget that connecting and making sure the experience is enjoyable. Buying a house, especially in this market and a buyer, we all know this, it ain't fun. It's not fun right now. You know, you're putting in multiple offers on different houses, competing against several different offers at once, maybe 20, 30. We just won one this week, actually. And it was it was fortunate because it was for Margie, right? Because we I happened she texted me. She goes, Hey, text your friend who was the listing agent. What do we need to do to get this house locked in? And I was just like, All right, let me go text somebody and bother somebody. But again, that's still the connection, right? I mean, Margie knew I was friends with the listing agent. So she's like, Hey, can you text your sister? I all of them are my sisters, Tia, Julie, Mava, all of them, right? But it was just <laughs> It was just funny because she's like, can you text your sister and, and, and see what we need to do to lock this house? And it's the power of connections. You never know where that next opportunity or the next relationship is going to come from. I, I think a lot of people skip that. I think people don't put enough emphasis or uh, poder, as we would say in Spanish, enough power behind those connections because that's what's going to give you the longevity in this industry. Too many agents are turn and burn and it's it's going to kill them. They're going to they're going to they're going to slip up. They're going to falter. They're going to they're really going to fall hard. And I think that's a huge thing that you do on all levels. I see it, man. I see you're constantly busy, constantly loving on people all the time. And that's huge. So let's talk about this year. Like, what do you what do you see for this year for yourself, for the industry, for your clients? Let's talk about what you see for the future. Well, to be honest, I mean, I, I still see this. Um, what I see for me, and again, I'm always speaking about what I see for myself and my business is, you know, just from everything I have done in the past, I'm seeing it a sustainable growth in myself. Because, you know, the one of the things, yeah, I love to see, I'll be around people that are super successful, but I never knock myself down like, man, how, 
you know, because, you know, there's people that in the second year, they've done so much, 18 million, you know, they've done 40 plus homes, you know, and then it's good to, 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 to compare and try to compete. But at the same time, it's your own race, right? It's, it's like you got to focus on what's working for you, but at the same time, always stay hungry to grow. So this year for me, I'm going at, got, you know, pressing the gas with, without stopping. But again, if I see somebody else passing me by, I'm like, all right, you know, I got to press a little harder, but at the same time, you know, I'm just going to use as a motivation. And uh, I, I see myself this year reaching my goal like I did last year, because my goal, well, last year I was short by three deals. <laughs> so I was like, a little upset about it. But this year, I know that's why I went hard this the first month. I look, I'm talking to everybody. I'm, I'm good at following back and following through. I'm calling, sending weekly emails, you know, sending love letters. No, I'm just kidding. Not love letters. But <laughs> <laughs> free lap. I'm not lap dancing. <laughs> You know, just whatever, whatever it takes to That's let people know, look, I'm right still there. here. I'm <laughs> yeah. still here. I'm your agent and I'm here to help, you know? And that's genuine. When you hear and tell people, look, I'm here to help. And you actually show that you care for me. And when you see your business, I know a lot of people want to make money and that's fine. You, you know, we all want to make money and be, you know, financially free, but do the right thing. And then everything will, will fall into place. I promise you that. This is why you and I are such good friends. I, I'm always telling people, people, people are so focused on that money factor, right? They're so focused on that, on that financial number at the end of the year. And I said, stop it, cut it out. Just go help some people. Just go help some people, go help some people. Instead of having like, oh, I'm going to sell 40 homes this year. Why not look at it like, hey, I'm going to go help 40 people or 40 families this year, right? When your mindset shifts in that manner, beautiful things happen, right? I mean, perfect example is exactly what you're saying. I had a client call me last night, a referral actually. Um, called me up. I was on a call, so I missed it. He left me a voicemail. He goes, Hey, Dan, it's so-and-so. You don't know me, your other client, so-and-so that you're still under contract with said you were the go-to for Orlando, Lake Nona, Disney stuff. And so I'm calling because I need a house in the next six months. And I was just like, we haven't even closed that deal yet. Right. And it's the power of forgetting about the money, forget about the money. I'm telling you guys, that is one of the most powerful things. I think if you could take away from this today is exactly what Rodrigo said. Focus on the people, focus on connecting, and focus on helping people. Rodrigo, yeah. I always love I love to end this with um with like one or two tips. Give me your top two tips that any agent five years or less can implement right now, right? To double their business in the next six months. Well, give me the best two tips that you've got. Well, to be honest, I mean, one of the things that works for me very well, one tip I can give is the consistency. You know, because because one of the thing is a lot of people do it for 30 days or 60 days and they see results and then they stop doing the things that got them to get those results. You know what I mean? So even if you're busy, stay doing the same things you were doing from the moment you get, you got started with real estate, you know, like just keep doing it, whether you're busy or not, stay consistent to continue to stay busy. So that's one of my biggest tips for me. Cause you know, we, I think everybody has that struggle. Like they, they do it for when they're not busy for 30 days to get busy and then they stop doing the thing. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, I mean, that's, that's a plain, plain fact. People have that instant gratification is what I call it, right? They got that instant gratification, that instant success. They're like, oh, I made 12 grand. Okay, go do it again, right? I mean, how, yeah. 
<laughs> go help somebody else. Like why stop there? And, and you're right. A lot of agents, they put it on cruise control and that's, that's a problem. I think, I, I don't think that's just in our industry though. I think that's in every industry, right? Especially in sales. People get, yeah. they get that bag real quick and they're like, they're like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to go buy some stuff. <laughs> yeah. They already spend it before they even got it. <laughs> It's true. It's true. I'm guilty. I've done it before. You know, there's times where I'm like, okay, I know how much is coming in next month. Let's order something for the wife or buy a boat. Yeah. <laughs> you... <laughs> Don't but... celebrate too soon because I learned that the hard way too because I will yeah. celebrate real soon on the contract and bam, cancel, drop, financial failure. You got you to know the, the, the bad side of the, the real estate too. You know, it's not just about getting contracts because, hey, yeah, I got three meals in one, in one month under contract, but out of those three meals, two fell through, but then I got them again on another contract. So it just, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, I'm telling you, you gotta not get discouraged and you gotta yeah, just keep your head up. I think those two things, I think, I think those are the best suggestions that you, you, you know, you could give somebody under five years is the consistency, doubling down and repeating the process. Right. And then uh, what you just said, don't get discouraged. Right. That's a big fact, factor in our industry. They say that you know, and this is a well-known statistic, but 87% of all agents fail in their first two years or five years or less. And I think a real, I think the really big part is discouragement, right? A lot of agents don't, they don't have enough support. They don't have that family vibe. Like we have like the culture we've got with our family, but I, I think they get discouraged in not seeing their own results, man. You guys just got to keep plugging away with that, man. I appreciate you being yeah. on the call. I know you're a busy guy. I love you to death. And, uh, it, it, it sounded like you had something else. Did you have one more? No, thing? no, no. I was going to just follow up with the same thing we just said. But, hey, we can cut it. We'll do it again another one. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Well, hey, listen, we're going to do this again when you hit $10 million because that's going to be like another another step in the process. And I want to show people that it is possible. It's not it's not out of anybody's reach, right? I mean, doing what Rodrigo does, is it's very simple. The man keeps his head down. He stays consistent. He doesn't get disgruntled or discouraged. He just keeps at it, man. And that and I think that's his magic to it. So with that, we love you guys. Thanks for joining us this week. I've got another episode later today. At some point with Jake Kinder, we were supposed to be on it too, but we're both kind of caught up with a few things. But we do have Tia Billis on next week. So I love you guys. Rodrigo, see you on the next one. Take Thank care, guys. guys. All right, guys.